So that As might be a problem. As we get more excited, I think we get louder. And then we just start great. yelling at each other. Yeah. So. Uh, I feel like I'm doing uh, like an acoustic guitar set at a shitty cafe. I feel like Nirvana <laughs> unplugged. <laughs> Did Kurt Cobain sing it to a microphone stuck in a box? Oh, you want to do the intro? Okay. Oh, um, is it recording? Hit it. Okay. Hit it, sister. Okay. Welcome to the Motorcycle Scoop. It's a podcast about motorcycles and ice cream. That's Motorcycle Chris, and I'm Lynn. That was good. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Well done. So we don't have to delete it and redo well, it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but that. <laughs> Once it's out, it's out. Okay. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving, man? It... Um, the actual Thanksgiving day itself was very uneventful. I think I morphed like into a new piece of the couch because I was on it for so long. <laughs> but um, so I got I was, to see Frozen. Too. I was gonna say you. This needs to be discussed. So <laughs> please tell me, was okay. it everything you hoped for? No. New songs. Okay, so all new songs, but I don't feel that. They have the sing-along factor, like the songs of the first movie did. Really? Like, I don't find myself excited to want to sing along with the songs of the second movie. That's important when it comes to Disney. Like, yeah. Hakuna Matata, I think, is, is best enjoyed with friends. <laughs> yeah. I just felt you know? that the songs in the first movie are so catchy. Yeah. And in Disney World, they have a show called The Frozen Sing-Along, where you're in, like, a theater, and they're, like... There are two performers like reenacting re the history of Arendelle, and there's parts of the songs you can sing along to, and it's it's really fun. Huh. I don't I don't know how these new songs are going to go over in that environment. In that, okay. okay. So well, you're thinking of it in, from a Disney yeah. <laughs> from a, a Disney performative. Yeah. Uh, um, were they all the same voices? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you know if there's a Disney sequel that's that far out. Okay, so that's important, yeah. and I want to get like, that. And, like, the characters in the movie were, it wasn't, it didn't take place too long after the first one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 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 So, when Perfect. I was at the movies, though, I saw the most mind-blowing thing that I've ever seen in my life. No, it wasn't a fight. <laughs> I saw... I wouldn't think there'd be a fight at Frozen. Actually, I would think there was a fight at Frozen. Someone got stabbed over the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. No, so. it was Popeyes. Which oh, it was Popeyes. I haven't had a chance to try yet because whenever I go to the one near me, you says, don't bring a knife. Sold out. <laughs> sold out. I go. It's an hour after you open. Sold out. Okay, yeah. so no chicken sandwich. Well, you gotta me. go with uh, some ninja stars and. I don't think that will produce more chicken, but okay. So I was getting my pop. You know, you get your popcorn, and nowadays you actually have to put the butter on yourself. I like, like that. They though. don't. I like do it for being you. in control of my I, own destiny. I, I also like being in control so, you know, my arteries can clog 10 yeah. times faster. Yeah. But there was a kid. I put the butter on my popcorn, you know, over-buttered, over-salted, just how I like it. Yeah, that's how I like it. There's that's how we bonded, I think, initially. <laughs> High cholesterol? <laughs> yeah. I think we started being like, hey, I'm going to do this like this. Do you want to share? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we're like, over right, let's yeah. have a podcast. That's exactly how it happened. The motorcycle salt. <laughs> So this kid next to me, I've already put the butter on my popcorn. Mm -hmm. This kid puts a straw on the butter machine, sticks it down. Through in, his popcorn. In deeper down into the popcorn. Get the fuck out of here. And then presses the butter 
button and the, all the butter is now going it to the middle. It went down the straw into the yeah. deep recesses of yes. the bag. Where the butter never touches. He's That's fracking. So He was fracking popcorn. And I guarantee, he was fracking his popcorn. I guarantee he, he saw this on YouTube because that's where the kids live now. Oh my but God. I go, I don't care. I, I spoke to that kid and I go, that's, so, that's the smartest thing I've ever... He's a fucking genius. I go, that is the smartest thing I've ever witnessed in my He is going to be like a, like a billionaire. Sir, Seriously, he's going to be an engineer. i until my 30s and I haven't seen something this smart until then. <laughs> That's so impressive. If that was my kid, I would be so proud. Like, you know? where's fucking MIT sending him a scholarship? I would, I like, let we should get a scholarship for him now because he's going places. I want to yeah. buy in early. Yeah. The worst <laughs> part was is that I already put all the butter on my popcorn. I couldn't do that. Like too. an asshole yeah. on the top. Yeah. Well, you know, I try to like, I'll take some out. Put some butter in. I get multiple bags. Yeah, but like, I feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah, to I, I've kid. like already I really broken do. a sweat from shuffling all this popcorn around, and this kid's just sticking straws down it like people it's a Capri Sun. About, like, yeah, people talk shit about this new generation, and it's stuff like that that gives me hope. I was like, the, yeah. he is going to change the whole world, mind you. Fracking is an evil practice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those people are going to hell. However, this kid, uh, so, this kid's right on. You know, so there was a lost episode. Yeah, last um, week. Sorry, so guys. Sorry for the delay in... Blame Chris's computer, because I don't own a computer. I can't be blamed. I mean, I probably should have saved it when I packed it up and brought it home, and I didn't. So... It crashed. It crashed. But that's good, because we have more up-to-date news than we did before. But I'm really sad that you guys didn't hear this ice cream review, because Chris hated this ice cream so much. I don't... I gave it three No, you spoons, did not. You did not. You said if it was possible to give less than one, you Wait, would. Wait, was it the vegan the banana, one? No, the banana pudding oh, one. Oh, the banana... Yeah. No, you shove that up your ass. Yeah, Chris that, hated I didn't this like ice that one cream. Bit. It was... Um, she knows I don't like fruit ice I cream, and she brought Steve's, fruit ice cream, so... Steve's Ice Cream Southern... Banana it doesn't matter pudding. what it was. No, don't give them. Don't no, give them I, any. Don't let. Don't give them the platform. They deserve to know the details no, of what we spoke they're about. They're like Kelly and Conway. Don't give it a platform. It just lies to you. Well, I already said the ice cream. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I'm editing it out. And you hated uh, it. So <laughs> but I, no, I didn't del- del- deliberately uh, delete that episode. Audacity crashed on my uh, laptop, and that's where the that's where the episode was. And I didn't save it because we were excited because uh, the dog was there and everything. But. All right, Lynn, let's get into it. Okay, we're into it. Are you ready? I'm into it. Okay, so according to webbikeworld.com, the first, as we discussed, Triumph and Bajaj are partnering to make lower CC motorcycles between 400 and 800 CCs. Uh, And you know what? I thought that it was going to just be... Miniature we, versions of both motorcycles. <laughs> just the ones that already exist, yeah. We, why, oh, why we were talking with, about... If it, if, it, if it ain't broke, don't, fix, don't yeah. fix it. Well, we were talking about like mini Thruxtons and little baby bonnies, you know. Um, and I just was really excited at the thought of there being like that modern classic style in a smaller CC'd motorcycle. Like that's... I was really excited at that idea because it just opens that whole door well and there's a lane there's a lane for that do you know what i mean um that no nobody else is doing unfortunately in webbikeworld.com they're saying that the well we've seen a photo so it's not even just like it's um hidden concept yeah the first triumph bajaj product could be the avenger 400 
Well, it. You ugly. You ugly, and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You just plain old ugly. Okay, That's... so <laughs> the bike is ugly, though. Nobody it's, ever gives me a soundboard so, ever again. So sad about it's it. It's the Avenger 400, and this bike. I understand this is a podcast, so let me just describe. It's like a Honda Rebel 300 or 500. Kind of mixed with like a Yamaha Bolt kind of. Well, like, yeah. I mean, it just looks like it cruiser. looks like it looks like a mid. It looks like a mid ZC like displacement cruiser, and yeah. it's exactly what they shouldn't be doing. You know right what? Now. Every single motorcycle uh, manufacturer has one of. You know, yeah, a mid-level <laughs> CC cruiser, and like, I, I'm you know what, so. You know this what is Honda such does the wrong perfectly. move. We were so excited for this. It's so stupid. It is such a dumb idea. Why would you try to get into this lane when you have your own unique, like, cafe racer style lane? And like, not to repeat everything that we said when we were really excited about it, but like, as Triumph, you have an opportunity to have an upright, classic-looking urban commuter. Why would you just essentially copy the looks of a Rebel 300? Like, it, it's not even just like, oh, we're going to copy the look of it. It's like, it's really annoying because so many manufacturers right now are making they all that do this. exact bike. Yeah. Why, why even dip your toe into something that other companies are still... Other companies right now, motorcycle companies, are struggling. Why are you going to copy something that they're already doing? Well, yeah, I mean, because like they like Triumph has had hit after hit after hit. Whether it's like you know the 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 Thruxton or f- the Bobber or the miss. Street Triple, this is a this miss. is it's like by just by just this bike. slipping into like Ugly. Honda's slipstream and just. Just following that lane is just so stupid. I just think stupid. it's dumb for them because most people... Honda is such a well-known company. They do motorcycles great. And I think yeah. that tr- thinking that they're going to... Triumph is going to steal customers away from them, You're they are wrong. Not in this... You exactly, need, exactly. You need to go after your customer base that already likes what you do. Or you are trying to target, you know... People that were into, you know, a Bonneville, something like that. Yeah, somebody but who wanted, just, like, we were talking about, like a like a CB, yeah, like a CB three fifty, you know, people three fifty or whatever. Don't want to maybe have to deal with a vintage yeah. bike, but have that same styling. And you can't, like, first of all, they probably won't be able to compete with Honda on the price. No. And second of all, let's say they do. So a so a three a Honda Rebel three hundred is maybe like. I think like four and four thousand and some change. A five hundred is maybe like fifty five hundred, right? And it's the exact same bike, same frame, same seat height, everything, except for that the engine is a little bit bigger and the yeah. five hundred versus the three hundred. So let's say that Triumph is able to get it, get keep the price around like five thousand. Let's say uh, too much for the four hundred. Too much for what they're going to give to people. Well, I mean, no, it would too be much right. Money. No, it would be five thousand for a four hundred cc no. is the right amount of money for the bike. But the point is, if your average consumer is going to look at a Honda and a Triumph, and for that money, having it look so similar, are just going to say, "Yeah, I'll do the Honda." Or, because isn't Triumph? Aren't they made in Thailand now, or aren't they a British bike? And or you know, and they remember, you know, they used to have problems when Triumph was making them. Not the- even Honda. They're like, oh. Harley has the Street 500. Right. Oh, Suzuki has American the, company has the Boulevard S40. Right. Oh, like their Honda are, parts are cheaper. Yeah. The the uh, even just, just an deal, oil change. Just the ability of the dealerships near you that service yeah. those bikes. 
They a European, so a European oil change is like more, more expensive than a Honda yeah. oil change. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it, this is such a bad move because somebody would pay that if it had the style of a Thruxton or a Bonneville or like yeah. a modern class of Triumph. That's something that Do you know the mean? people, like that is. Even a Daytona, even if they did like a Daytona 400, like the way yeah. they do like Ninja 400s yep. or Yamaha R3s. Even that would be a better idea than this fucking than thing. Than just the generic This is cruiser. so... It's so... Because we were so excited, too. Yeah. It's been an emotional triumph roller coaster <laughs> lately. I've just, um, it's really frustrating when they're doing something right on with their motorcycles. More and more people are getting on triumphs. And oh, the yeah. Fact that the Tiger. Like, the Tiger's eating into the GS market, the BMW GS yeah. adventure market in a huge way. And now they're just going to be like, yeah, you know, I think we're going to really just make a bike that looks exactly like a Honda. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to like, find oh, the most cool, basic, mid-CC'd cruiser. You know, when oh, people are looking so, into getting like a beginner so bike, they're not like, they know the Honda Rebel. They know the Suzuki Savage. Like, they know these well-tested and have stood the test of time bikes. Like, yeah. Suzuki Savage has been around forever. The Honda Rebel has been around forever. Yeah. And, like, Harley... 30, 40 years or something like that. You see those Street 500s out? I see, a, I see some out there. Yeah. And I just think it is so dumb for them to just be like yeah you know we're gonna throw our hat yeah. into that race it's like where, why where you they're... could be winning a race all on your own in your own class yeah in their own lanes they're doing like really well the new rocket 2500 uh cc you and i just sat on uh when we hosted the best of british Chris tour in boston no one was gonna let me sit on that bike someone let me sit on i that was bike. afraid you were gonna fall off and it. guess what Chris sat on the back of the bike when I was on it. Oh, we're going to get that up on the Instagram. Um, that, and, and I know a lot of people took photos of this that one moment. If you have them, I've please. got it. I've got no, it. No, but there were Sang multiple people it. taking pictures of us. Oh, you want it from several I angles. I want multiple angles. Yeah. Like, I want um, there to be there must a, have been power, someone above us. a PowerPoint presentation of uh, that photo. Thank you. Uh, Thank fantastic. You. But that's something that nobody else is doing. I mean, it completely you know, outshines the Diablo, for example, in that like muscle cruiser category. It's a 2,500cc now instead of the 2,300. So they Honda, added 200cc. Is that still being no. made? No. Is that like done? Yeah, Valkyrie is done. Um, but, you know, it, it, and they added 200ccs, bless you. They added 200ccs and they Thanks. shaved off 100 pounds off the previous generation. That's and like I was. A, that's one gymnast. And you were. <laughs> And I was pu- I was pushing that bike in and out of the venue, and it's it's very well balanced. Oh, really? And it's light, and um, and that one was actually prepped too. We didn't tell the venue, but it was actually that one actually had oh, gas in it. I could have. We were rolling a bomb. We were rolling a bomb right into that right into that. I uh, could have stole that motorcycle and just yeah. rode it into the Brookline Sunset, and exactly. no one would have stopped me. <laughs> um, so. I'm really disappointed about that. I hope that they don't bring the the Avenger all the way into I think it, production. It, like, I think it's a complete. I think it's a complete loss. I I, I just I think, it's I, a, think I think that's that, a wrong move. And then they're gonna. I think it's think gonna Royal do Enfield. So, I think it's gonna do so poorly too that they're gonna abandon the idea of these 400 cc yeah. bikes. And it's like, well, great, you had your shot. I mean, friggin' blue. Yeah, but like they ha- and they haven't had a dud in a while. Like when the Thruxton R came out, fantastic. When the when the Bobber came out. You know, fantastic. Tiger 800. You know, everything that they're, that 
They're doing, you know, the street triple, now the 765. They're doing the Daytona I mean, the 765. Street triple has been the only, like, whatever. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that was, a, <laughs> that was what, 2017 was the last? Yeah. Yeah, because um, it was like essentially just. It was what people it was do like the to the street twin. Well, no, I mean it like did a, okay with like a with, fender with the bars. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean it had like the cafe seat, and it was yeah. kind of what like a lot of people were doing to Bonnevilles and to street twins, but it just didn't it really. It's too similar to like too many bikes that they had yeah. out at the same yeah. exact time. It's like if people want to do that, let them buy a pair of bars and invert yeah. them. It's like who cares? Let people you know I mean? buy accessories. They want to. Okay, what are we talking about next? Okay. I don't know. You're the one with the papers and everything. Um, so I read an op-ed in Streets Blog, NYC dot Streets Blog. That's your. You know. That's my live journal. Yeah. Streets with yeah. a Z. Ear to the streets. That's me, baby. Livejournal.com uh, slash streets with a Z, XXX. It's nyc.streetsblog.org. Um, so it's an op-ed about... I just want to do... Say, that's that's not my blog. Thank okay. you. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> just to be perfectly clear. Um, so it was an op-ed about uh, congestion pricing. So the tolling of vehicles entering the central business district uh, is going to arrive in New York City. And according to this gentleman, Chris Sakara, a little more than a year, and policymakers are grappling with a host of questions about its implementation. Uh, an important one is what mix of vehicles do we want the congestion in the congestion pricing zone? So congestion pricing is like certain, certain like business districts in like major cities uh-huh. uh, are going to like charge higher tolls during business hours. To essentially, like get people to not drive. Yeah, it's okay. essentially to it's essentially to to deter people from bringing single occupancy vehicles Cars. into the city. Yeah. Like you, you are, if you're train. like one six foot skinny nerd, that's and you're driving a you're driving. I this, do have a car, but that's not me. Like you're driving this big. So the average SUV has like a wheelbase of almost eleven feet. Um, or Chevy Suburban, for example, this guy names, um, while the wheelbase of my motorcycle is less than five feet. Um, So the transportation professor I had, uh, Matt Skelion, we talked a lot about this. It's like, you know, in these congested urban areas. I know no one wants to believe this, but I did listen to that episode. You listened to the episode? Thank you. Yeah, I did. Even though I should have You told me you didn't. I should (laughs) have protested it because I wasn't there, you know. Fuck both of you. But I mean, in reality, I did listen to it. Um, but, you know, in cities like Boston, like Boston's the most congested city in the country. I believe um, it. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who sits in rush hour traffic in the metro area, I believe that statement. Um, so it's essentially like, are you going to toll? Like, so when, when a motorcycle goes through a, your, your standard toll, uh-huh. it gets tolled the same as a car. Because my easy pass Unless, is connected to like my bike and right. my car, and it just gets all the same toll. Unless you weave out of the camera range. And... I've tried. It doesn't work. It does. No, it does. Well, it hasn't yeah. worked for me. But... Yeah, it does. Uh, you got to go on the outside. I've tried. Have you really? Yeah. Because I like don't me. Because I want. Our... <laughs> they don't want me to evade these freaking tolls. Because I've I've avoided tolls before. Oh. You either go in between or you go like around. But it doesn't work all the time. But sometimes yeah. it works. But you got to really throw it over. Um. So essentially, it's like it's during certain times of day, during business hours. It just it's just you know to encourage people to install like toll things, or is this a place that already has like tolls set up? Uh, probably a little bit of both. Okay. Do you know? Yeah. Um. But, like, you know, because people don't want to take public transportation because, like, it's expensive. It <laughs> yeah, it's expensive, but it's, like, if you make driving in, 
more you know, expensive. more expensive. And I mean, like parking is already really expensive too. Um, it you know it it lowers the uh, the congestion and like and uh, the Matt Skelly, the transportation professor, and I talked a lot about um, just having car free areas in central like hubs of cities and stuff like that, and how that really is actually good for business because when cars aren't going through there, people are walking around and and spending money, and and it simulates the uh, the general economy. So I anyway, I could see that. Yeah. So I mean, and you know what, motorcycles shouldn't be told the same way as cars even in not congestion areas i agree because it takes up like essentially the same amount of space as four to six cars well this guy says and this guy's not making that point but he's saying like the wheelbase of a chevy suburban is almost 11 feet while the wheelbase of my motorcycle is less than five feet plus it's legal in new york state for two motorcycles to travel side by side in the same lane that's at least four people on four vehicles in the space of one suv or eight if each motorcycle also has a passenger uh, so in other words, many more people than an SUV, which often has just one person in it. Um, and then he goes on, you know, EPA uh, standards as well. You know, gas mileage. Uh, Suburban gets 18 miles a gallon. His motorcycle gets 50. I think yeah. ours might get a little bit more than that. Yeah, my um, bike gets great gas mileage. Yeah, um, so it just makes sense. And I think that, like, so we're discussing it right now in Boston. I know Charlie Baker... Uh, has listed like I think London does congestion pricing as well as there's another city I can't oh London and Stockholm both have congestion pricings and they both exempt motorcycles from tolls in order to encourage switching from automobiles to motorcycles. It so, is also in countries that may like like motorcycles better too. Yeah, well, no, I mean Charlie big. Baker will probably call us fucking idiots because we ride motorcycles. <laughs> hmm, thanks, man. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's banning, he banned vaping already, and motorcycles are dangerous too, I suppose. Yeah, I so. mean. There's more motorcycle deaths I than there are re- vaping deaths. As a but. person who doesn't smoke or vape, the fact that he is, like, wasting his time banning vaping when cigarettes kill a bajillion people <laughs> and they yeah. smell, they are. The and scent, they smell, The scent yeah. of cigarettes is offensive to me. I love the smell of cigarettes. Yeah. I love when you go to, I like... I hate cigarette oh, smells When I was so in bad. Italy and I was just sitting outside on a patio eating and, like, the person right next to me was smoking cigarettes. It was so good. Offends me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, cigarette smoke, that smell offends me. I'd rather smell some, you know, loser next to me that's vaping and it smells like cotton candy. I would rather that. Yeah. And it's like, oh... God forbid six people died, you know, doing something on their own free will, other than the thousands and thousands right. of people that die from smoking cigarettes. Well, and we, that kind of touches uh, on what we were talking about the last episode about the helmets yeah. and, like, soda and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think soda if helmets, tastes so good, though. If we have a head... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't even... I never Here we go. Drink, I never yeah. drink so soda. So now the so Fanta tastes... doesn't offend you, so we should keep Fanta legal. Yeah. But uh, not, not Newports. Correct. And... Uh, now we're thinking sensibly. Okay, so basically, <laughs> so it's a Lynn Tatership. Whatever. I mean, I'll allow motorcycles to do whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah. So in other words, um, I think we should get creative with congestion pricing, and I think that motorcycles should be exempt from all city tolls. Yeah, they um, should be exempt from all tolls because it takes up less space. Yeah. Um, okay, are you ready for... To rumble? Are you ready for some... Are you ready for some aerospace news? Hit it, Lynn! 
Welcome to the AeroCycle Scoop. It's a podcast about flying motorcycles and I scoop. I'm like, what is it called? Keep going. <laughs> the the concentration that must have been on my face. Like I feel red now. Yeah, you looked like you were doing the SATs right there. I'm I am <clears throat> I'm helicopter Chris. I'm, she's I'm Lynn. She's jetpack Lynn. Um, okay. Uh, so this article is from newatlas.com. With his crazy jetpack performance business growing and thriving, Australian innovator David Maiman is hoping to fry some bigger fish in the form of a Star Wars-inspired flying motorcycle. I love Star Wars. Finally. Is anybody... Are you watching... Do you have Disney Plus? Have you got it? No, no, no I don't have it yet. The Mandalorian is so I don't want to go down this rabbit hole right so now. You've, ta- you've texted me about this enough. With the viewers yeah, but don't you never need to... responded, so... Yes, that should indicate Side something to, to you. Um, so, Jetpack Aviation raises $2 million to build a flying motorcycle. That doesn't seem like it would be enough. Uh, according to the article by Laws Blaine, um, it's a very strange Wait, design. Wait, that name again? Laws Blaine. Laws? Like... L-O-Z. Oh. <laughs> I'm at a Laws for words. <clears throat> oh. I wish I had a cricket thing on the soundboard yeah. right now. Maybe I can edit that in. Cricket. Uh, cricket. It's a, it's cricket. A, <laughs> <laughs> this is quoting from Laws. It's a very strange design with the entire thing balanced on a central column of thrust. Hmm. <laughs> 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 what do you mean, Lynn? Hmm. <clears throat> a central column of thrust from five turbine engines. All bunched together and gimbaled for balance and control. Last time we spoke, Maiman described the computer-controlled process of flying the thing as similar to balancing a pencil on the tip of your finger. I remember as a kid going to the dragway, it used to be so exciting to see that one jet motorcycle. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, balancing a pencil on the tip of your finger is definitely doable. So, Especially if it's flat. Yeah, so I'm confident. Mayman has, has managed to raise the capital to take the speeder concept through to a full-size prototype, and in the process, he's also starting to envision a fully enclosed version that'd be capable of upwards of 400 miles per hour. That's fast. Um, I am so psyched about this. Yeah. It's not even funny. The artist renderings, we'll post a couple on the Instagram. Will we? Are just, yeah, are okay. just Chris so... Chris will post some pictures I'll on I'll post the some Instagram. pictures of it up uh, on the Instagram. Um, but this is so fantastic. Like, this is what... Like, this is what people should be focusing on. Like, you and I were talking before about that... We talk about that, lots of things. That guy who, like... That company that, like, crowdsourced, like, a million dollars or something like that for an electric bike. That no one wants. But, well, yeah, but it wasn't, like... You know, it wasn't, like, the zero that goes for, like, 12 grand or... It was an overpriced one. Yeah, it was an over it was an overpriced one, and it was like, yeah, but this one has, like, a lot of carbon fiber, and it has, like, this much horsepower, but it's like, yeah, but it's not, like... No one's heard of you guys, and it's not new, you know, because there are electric bikes already, so it's like, who fucking cares? And, like, yeah, it, and and the price tag on it was, like, $125,000 Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, I like remember that. that. Yeah. yeah, okay. And we're like, well, that's stupid. Yeah, you know, cause, it is stupid. Because it was just like, well, who cares? This... Is like a speeder yeah. from Star Wars. I l- See, now we're talking. Oh my god, I'm so ready for it. I'm ready for this to happen. I want it to happen right now. Uh, according to the article, 
So Maimon said the idea is that we finish the first prototype in like nine to 14 months. The long-term vision will definitely be EMS, probably starting with military, EMS, and medical services. Okay, so according to Maimon, I'm quoting him now, the way I pitched it to them and they agreed is that if we wait for certification for urban air mobility, we could be waiting a long time and spending a heck of a lot of money. I'll, so instead of focusing, this is quoting still, so instead of focusing on the concept of mobility on demand, focus on something that doesn't require immediate certification. That's the case for most military uses. It just doesn't require FAA oversight. So he's essentially like going to Bruce Wayne this thing, whereas, you know, he's going to be like, all right, well, this is, I'm I doing this for the... your reference. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he's like, this is something that we're developing for the military because yeah. it could cost him like up to uh, like some people in the aerospace industry, like Boeing and stuff were telling him that it could essentially cost like a, a billion dollars to certify this as like an urban... Like, public. Like, like... Yeah, like, like making that. it as, like, a vehicle that, like, people could actually, actually purchase. So, essentially, like, what he's, like... What he's doing, I think he's really smart for this, is just saying, like, okay, like, I need to get this machine built. I want to build the machine. What's the quickest way to do it? The quickest way to do it is to go in through, like, the military... Like, go in through that door. Do you know what I mean? And take yeah. take kind of that lane and just be like, okay, well, we're doing this so soldiers can yeah. deliver gauze or something like that or whatever. Um, or pick yes, up pick up this. Yeah, pick up specifically. that. Specifically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just going to just gonna Luke Skywalker on over there. You know, and drop off a, a grenades or something. <laughs> gauze. You know, yeah. Grenades and some, you know, and some. Band-aids. So, yeah, so we raised $2 million, and, like, this is the kind of stuff I love to see. Like, I don't care that an electric bike has, like, carbon fiber on it. I and, don't care about like, that at all. And, like, can go faster than the other electric bike over there that well, can go faster than the live wire. any of them, I don't care if one goes faster than the other. Right, well, exactly. But, I mean, like, that's not, like, yeah. that's new, but it's not innovation Correct. on the level yeah. that this is. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and he got a lot of funding from, like, some of the guys that were, like, in early on, like, Skype uh, and some other like Silicon Valley that. types. Um, and it w- will probably, with such a concept, I'm sure getting the funding was actually easier than, you know, that electric company too. I bet this guy got the funding pretty quickly yeah, well, for such an idea. Yeah, because like this is, this is innovation. Do you and know if mean? he's getting the money from all these companies... It's not going to be that offensive if it fails because they'll be like two million, no big deal. Yeah, but no, I mean, but I mean, you know, it's obviously possibly, you know, we anything's possible. Uh, It's possible to do something like this. Um, They're talking about different fuel cells. I guess hydrogen is an option because it has energy density. It's quick refueling, uh, but storage is still uh, an issue. Um, So there's a lot of stuff like up in the air right now that we don't get it. It's up in the air. I didn't even. That wasn't even intentional. Sometimes it was so I, easy. I just even I read it on that sometimes one. Sometimes I even surprised myself. Um, but we're going to be following this very closely. We'll post some of the artist uh, renditions of it. Um, it's very laid down. Um, see, see where his feet are. Look at that. It's a podcast, so I'm only talking to Lynn uh, yeah. to see where the feet are. Do you see how his it feet are kind of sticking like out the back? A snowmobile. No, but he's not sitting up. Do you see where his feet are? His feet are back, oh, kind of like a kind of like a. It's like a panagali. Sorry. To be fair, I printed out a black and white. So he's like laying on but, his stomach. Yeah, I'll I'll post on Instagram the um the full color picture because it looks yeah, kind of like black and CGI. white printed one is very hard to look at. Yeah, but I'm so excited. The kid in me is just like, this is what I'm waiting for. This is awesome. You know, the it's guy beyond riding just riding it, wearing a full face helmet. <coughs> oh, yep. 
Oh, are you, are you kidding me? If you're flying through the air, I'm definitely wearing a full there face helmet. There was a windshield. Helmet. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having my. Uh, I'm not having a little skull rocker on it. I'm wearing a full face in a uh, in a shield, especially if they're saying the enclosed one's going to go up to 400 miles per hour. Um, I'll be excited to see how fast this thing goes. Um, so before we do ice cream, we have another date coming up, December eighth at Backlash Brewery. Oh, yeah, you for can talk our, about it while I get the ice cream. Yeah, for all of our uh, New England people, uh, motorcycle scoop podcast. This is my idea, my baby, come to life in form of ornament. This is uh, that's right. This was Lynn's idea. Only baby I'll ever have. That's the only. This is the only baby she's ever gonna have. Uh, we're doing a motorcycle ornament swap at Backlash Brewery in Boston on December eighth. It's a Sunday. It's gonna be between one and five p.m. Oh, I gotta look at this. Pass this over. Pass this thing over to me. Pass it. Did you say that the the party was a potluck too? Oh, it's a potluck too. Okay. It's a potluck. Um, it's, a, it's a motorcycle or- ornament swap. Motorcycle scoop and babes bikes beards. It's on December eighth at Backlash Beer. Bring an ornament. It doesn't have to be bought. You could make it. It could be vintage. Just bring a wrapped ornament. Just take a piece of trash, wrap string around it, and bring it. And it's going to be at Backlash Brewery in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay, let me take a look at this. Oh my God, this is so busy. I'm definitely taking a picture of it. We can take a picture too when the bag when the Shaw's bag isn't wrapped around. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is really this is really something here. Hold on, I'm gonna portrait mode it. Why don't you wait till we have the bag off of it and then you can portrait mode it? Fantastic! It looks okay. So at first glance, it, it looks like looks it's like got a, some a jawbreaker. Yeah, it looks like it's got some. It looks like it's got some fruity stuff in it that's almost like a hard candy, or it looks like. Pop rocks, you know, it has it that kind of has a vibe. That look. Yeah, it looks like confetti essentially in what is a white. There's a hair on it. Is that mine? Sorry. Yeah. Thanks, Lynn. I have really long hair. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give this thing uh, a day in court. Okay, I thought it was gonna be fruity, which it's not really. Oh, really? Or it's really not, and it it's like a frosting. It's not fruity though. No. It's okay. Not, it, not, not it looks that, like it. Like, on that first bite. You know how a jawbreaker is like white with the colorful speckles? Yeah. That's kind of like what it looked like. This is like that like confetti cake or like rainbow cake or something like that. Funfetti? Right? Funfetti. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> this is birthday cake by Serendipity. I knew it. It's cake flavored ice cream with swirls of pink frosting, cake pieces, and sprinkles. <sighs> so happy that's not like a fruity medley. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it looked... Oh, I see, so, I, see, I see my hair now. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so it definitely I'm, had like I'm a bunch... Sorry. It definitely <laughs> had like a bunch of multicolored things yeah. like swimming in it, which yeah. gave me pause because I thought she was going to try to fruit me again because... Like a tutti fruity. Yeah. Like that's a, yeah, what Exactly. It that's what I was thinking it was. But no, it's birthday cake. That's fantastic. Okay. I like that a lot. I am about to try it. It's a little... Um, like a Carvel cake. It's a little like it's really sugary to like the frosting bits of it. Like yeah, it's, like, it's almost offensive. It is because it's like it's like strong and thick, and it's like staying on my teeth. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna say three and a half. I don't think I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know the cake bit is had? a little bit too much. I, mean, I wish it had the chocolate crunchies that ice cream cake had, because that yeah. would be more pleasing to me. Yeah. It's like too much flavor that isn't doesn't have any chocolate involved yeah it's just like it's almost like sugary for sugar's sake yeah 
if that makes any sense. There is pound cake pieces in here too. Did you try any of that? Yeah, I got I got a bit of that too. Um, I don't really like it. It's very uh, it's like dense. It is dense. But I'm gonna give it three and a half because I do like it, especially compared to the banana um. shit pint that you brought. Uh, <laughs> The last time we recorded, in, the, in what's now known as the last episode. What are you giving it? I think a one and a half. What? Come on, Lynn. Don't be ridiculous. I don't like That's it. It's not a one and a half. Yeah, but you like birthday cake and you like ice cream. So what's, yeah, what's the I problem Yeah, but I like cake here? that has chocolate involved. Yeah, but you got to like it a little bit more than a one and a half. I don't think I do. Seriously? Seriously. I kind of like the crunchiness of these like sprinkle yeah. aspects. I thought they'd I thought they'd be crunchier. Yeah. So but that's I'm kind of with you on like the texture as where yeah. it's just like super frosting y. Yeah. I mean I think it misses the mark. I think they could have done a better job with I think if birthday cake. Chocolate crunchies. Yeah. I don't know what you mean by that, to be honest with you. What do you, do you mean, mean like a cookie kind of a thing? What you are you know talking when you about? have a Carvel cake. It's Because crunchy's an adjective, it's not a noun. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring up a photo of you for you. Of me? Of a Carvel cake. This is a podcast. Well, Lynn. but all, all the other people know what the hell I'm talking about. So. Yeah, so this is serendipity birthday cake. And I got to say, it delivers on the birthday cake. And the pastel uh, packaging, I mean, it, it, it's, this, this delivers. So here is a like cross photo of a piece of like Carvel. Oh, okay. That kind of stuff inside. So the yeah. chocolate crunchies that are like in the middle of I the two layers. I still don't think crunchies is an actual noun. I think noun. that's the word that they actually use to describe it with well, Carvel. Yeah. Well, they're not Webster's. They're not Webster's. They're Carvel. Okay. Oh. So, so are we now like <laughs> saying Carvel isn't a reasonable... It says, ready? I'm saying they can't... Carvel ice cream cake. This is no, the original I'm... ice cream cake loaded with crunchies, exclamation point. I don't like that. I don't like taking an adjective. Layers of chocolate and vanilla flavored ice cream with chocolate flavored crunchies and creamy whipped icing, which that ice cream, that like that, Wait, hey, that you know what? frosting my, my... icing on an ice cream cake, so good. Yeah, no, it is good. I'm just saying, my like my brother and I are tall. Good no one said guys. like, hey, there's a couple of tallies. <laughs> It's not English. Well, you guys aren't that tall that I would be like, oh my God, look at those guys. They're Fuck so Fuck you tall. is the only example I could think of. <laughs> bad example. Sick of your shit. Bad example. Okay. But All right. So it's a one and a half. I can't convince you. I give it, give it to. Give no, it to. I don't want to. Give it to because it delivers on what it says it is. It's visually appealing, which is, it is really with cake flavored ice cream with swirls of pink frosting, cake pieces and sprinkles. You picked it out. It doesn't say that it has crunchies or whatever the fuck. No, it I says just, it's a cake flavored ice cream with swirls of pink frosting. I just liked the container because it was like, I like the colors on it. It was yeah, like pink but and I, teal. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't buy something and then wish it was something else and then punish it for yeah, it. Yeah, but did you ever think that I got it thinking maybe you would like it? Yeah, but <laughs> I get so many ice creams that you don't like at all. Yeah, but I'm trying to view it like a. I'm trying to view it like. Who gives a shit what I think? <laughs> Let me have my rating and move on, Mister. I want give it give... two. Give it two spoons. Come on. No, I don't have to, <sighs> Mister. I wanted to give less than the one rating last time. Oh, for the banana. Yeah. Man, I really wish we could have had that that absolute fucking abomination that you brought in for me to eat. And I didn't really like it that much. But no. I didn't think it was worthy of less than our rating system, <laughs> like than the rules we going set into out. the negatives. Yeah, yeah. 
I bought it because you know what? I wouldn't choose it over things on the podcast. I wouldn't choose it over vanilla. So. Uh, I've got a picture of that. I got a picture of that for the Instagram oh, uh, here at the uh, Herman Street Studios in Winthrop. Uh, thank you very much, John, for uh, setting us up here today. Yeah, we're in like um, an almost studio setup. That's why I said it looked like I was going to be playing a shitty acoustic. Yeah, I like it. I like cafe. it here. Thanks again, John. Uh, we've got microphones and mixing equipment and rugs. It reminds me of like. It well, reminds I'm me on. Of, a, I'm on a rug. Chris isn't. It reminds me of like where the cranberries would have recorded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quick, quick, cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> I might edit that out. Okay. Until uh, next time, I'm Motorcycle Chris. I'm Lynn. All right. We'll see you soon. <laughs>